escape to the metaverse But act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah uh, Escape to the metaverse Better act like you know, yeah You are now tuned in to the Matthew and Rizzle show, yeah Hey everyone, it's Matthew. Before we begin this week's show, I just want to introduce this week's sponsor, Metacast Group. Metacast Group connects companies with creators in the NFT space through a network of NFT and metaverse-focused content creators and influencers. Hear or see your ad on shows, just like the Matthew and Rizzle show, to amplify your reach, connect with your target audience, promote your project, and convert views into action. If you're interested in this, reach out at metaversegroup.com or follow us on Twitter at Metacast Group. Thank you, and please enjoy the show. Okay, Jeremy, welcome to the Matthew and Rizzle Show. Thank you guys for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah. And to get started, I think a great place to begin would be just introducing yourself, telling us what you've been doing creatively up until this point, and then we can get into the interesting intersection of your creative past and NFT present and the tech future. Love it. Yeah, I am. Um, I've been a, a photographer for the last um, about 16 years. Uh, it's been a good solid decade, you know, doing the, the celebrity portrait world, shooting everybody from, gosh, the Kardashians to Taylor Swift to President Obama to the Pope to, you know, very, very long list of celebrities did the Hollywood thing for a while. I had an agent out there. And so, uh, yeah, um, mostly portraits, uh, a lot of album covers. Um, and then I've also done quite a bit of humanitarian work around the world, uh, shooting in countries and working with nonprofits, started my own nonprofit. I've, gosh, I've developed apps. Um, I've kind of had my hands on a lot of things over the years uh at at the core i'm really a fine artist uh i started in painting and illustration and you know then i became a graphic designer for years uh about about seven years then a web designer for a while and that was before i switched to photography which really blew up right away and then i'm now i'm now i'm even more all over the place because now i'm actually the founder of a new hotel chain coming to market in the near future. Um, but uh, I think my future is uh, hotels and uh, digital art. Those two things are what I'm most passionate about. Dude, that's 
quite like the string of projects, accomplishments, and some like the sickest name drops in like the first five minutes of our podcast that I think has ever occurred like, <laughs> up until uh, this point. Uh, dude, you got, uh, we had an awesome call, you know, a couple of weeks ago talking about uh, some of the forays uh, and strides you're making into the NFT space, but you've also got a lot of really cool stuff going on with this uh, hotel project, which uh, it was very inspiring to me. Um, you got, you know, what uh, is apparently some really revolutionary shit coming up in the photography world uh, with some of the stuff that you're working on. Uh, like, what are what is your main focus these days and how does that sort of cross over into uh, the world that Matt and I sort of live in with crypto and NFTs and stuff? Yeah, it, it's interesting because I am um, I've never felt at home in the photo world, even though I had major, major success in the industry, it always felt still a little bit foreign to me because I'm, I'm such a true artist painter at heart. And, you know, the photo world is just more commercial, but then for the fine art world, I've always been too digital and too commercial. And so, you know, I, I'll, I'll admit that, you know, usually I'm an early adapter with technology. I was always, you know, I was on Twitter the first month it launched, on Instagram the first month it launched. I'm very early adapter, but I'm, I've been way behind the ball and way late to the game when it comes to NFTs. Um, you know, I uh, honestly, I just was intimidated by it all, so I didn't pay much attention. Uh, but of course, when the Beeple news hit in March or so, you know, that got everybody's attention. But even then, I was still like, a bit skeptical and um but then as i started to see my colleagues you know start to uh take it seriously i was like all right well if they're if they're taking it seriously i'll i'll start start paying more attention but then something crazy happened as i started to you know less uh basically i've always just been fascinated by the still image whether it's a Picasso painting or a photograph. I've just never been interested in anything motion related or video. Um, but something about NFTs for the first time really made me start going, well, what if I did bring motion to my portraits? And and it was like opening up Pandora's box for me, that thought, because my creativity since then has, has been nothing like I've ever experienced in my career before because the uh, the idea flow the the work the the just the flow man it's been nuts for two months straight like I can't I can't go at the pace of my ideas I wish I could I want to like duplicate myself five times over just to get all the ideas done so something something is clicking all that all that to say it really the NFT space feels like a homecoming of sorts for me. It's like, ah, oh, finally, like something that really does make sense for me as an artist because it marries digital with the fine art world, which I love both. 100%. A lot of people, a lot of artists that come into the NFT space experience this explosion, explosion of inspiration. Like and a just solid rabbit hole story right there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it really is amazing. And just like the collaborative synergies that kind of open up and are unlocked by coming in this space with everyone else that's already here and excited. Uh, it really is a very special moment uh, in, in creative time and in, in the artistic timeline of, of mankind. It's pretty, it's really ridiculous. 
I, awesome. I agree. I agree completely. It's a, and I know this has been around for years, um, but, but something, it, it just feels like a new era. Definitely for me. I mean, I'm 44 years old now and I feel like I'm way, way, way at the top of my game in terms of just creativity and idea flow. I've just never, I've never experienced this. And so, yeah, some, something is in the water for sure. It's really, really exciting. Yeah. But I I do have to ask, because this is one of the questions that I've kind of asked myself, like looking at the space that is, and especially as of recently, kind of uh, like has been flooded with 3D artists, things like that. I was speaking with uh, an artist, an OG crypto artist, Cody, a couple of weeks back. And we're just like, why aren't there more photographers in this space? There's a couple, right? Um, I know I've worked with Nate Hill Photography based in Australia. He does a lot of um like he'll take scenes he'll zoom in on them and have this really wicked motion that he overlays on top of it uh, there's folks like nick delaney and, and now yourself right that have popped in this space but they haven't really blown up to the point of some of the other folks like again like people throwing that out there but i'm just curious like in your perspective why hasn't like high quality blue chip photography blown up in the same way or is it just a time thing as some of the other um like 3d art has yeah it's a great question um i mean i've definitely seen a few do fairly well uh a few of my colleagues are on foundation and they're uh you know they're 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 doing pretty well but i also think and understand uh how a lot of the nft space is quite skeptical because you know everybody's trying to jump on board and cash in blah 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 and it just seems uh uh just you know not not genuine and so i don't think it's working like i've even seen a lot of my colleagues just you know jump on the platform and throw up a bunch of old photos that they own but it just seems like a cash grab it doesn't seem like they're really interested you know whereas for me yeah i've got gosh millions of photos that are phenomenal and that I've shot over the past decade, but I didn't want to, I don't want to enter this space just like randomly throwing old crap up there to make money. Like I take it very seriously from Mm -hmm. an artistic standpoint. And I think it's important that, that we all do it. Like the first drop has to be something remarkable has to be next level for the artist. And, um, and so that's why I haven't just jumped in and, and tried something. Like I'm really, really putting <laughs> insane amounts of effort into this. Uh, in fact, where, you know, it, it even forced me to invent something that's never been done before. Um, and so I don't know, maybe to answer your question, I just think it's just not a genuine effort for a lot of photographers. Um and, you know, it just seems like a side thing they do. Oh, yeah, I'll just throw up some old crap on, you know, a platform and see what happens. Um, so maybe that's why. Dude, I feel like that's a fairly solid observation. Uh, I think there's like a lot of people and artists and, you know, uh, even like digital artists who have made their way on, done fairly well for themselves on Instagram that have like a backlog of stuff. And they're like, finally, the opportunity to monetize has arrived dump 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 <laughs> like throw it all out there as much as humanly possible yeah. uh and and i mean you know honestly man if i was sitting on like a backlog of you know millions of incredible photos you know i, I feel like the temptation 
would be there for a lot of people just to sort of throw, start throwing some stuff out there and seeing what happens. Uh, what has prevented you from just like taking a shot, just throwing something out there? I mean, is it really just like you feel like you got to stick the landing with this Genesis drop? And then, dude, I mean, I, Matt hasn't uh, been given as much information as I have about what you're working on. So maybe this would be like a cool segue to, uh, you know, sort of give the audience a hint of what you're cooking up over there. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's a, it's really exciting. I, I've been, a, you know, I ha, I'm sitting right now in my studio outside of Nashville, Tennessee, and it's a big studio, and I have just unbelievable amounts of cool gear that I get to play with every day because I'm I'm an ambassador for, you know, Canon, uh, an ambassador for Profoto, so I, I get all those just ridiculous gear that I'm able to, you know, experiment with day after day after day. So I've poured thousands of hours over the last decade into experimenting in the studio because uh, digital is amazing, but it also gets really, really boring because it's so reliable and it's so consistent that, you know, I tend to check out and get ADD. And so to keep it interesting, I have to keep pushing the limits of what's possible. And so in my, in my pushing and in my experimentation, I am, you know, over the last, literally the last two months, I've realized that this technique I've been doing for years and years was just a couple of steps away from truly being a new form of media altogether. Um, and so uh, can I, I know the audience wouldn't see it, but can I screen share as we're talking with you all to show you a couple of things? Yes, yes, yes. All right, let me do that. Um so you guys will be we'll able give to give the audience like substantial FOMO right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but I'm about to pull up. A, yeah, just pull up a website. All right. So I'm going to share with you all what I'm up to. Um, so hopefully you can see my screen right now. Yeah. So I've invented this thing called a litograph. Um, a litograph is a way to push light through a still photo, um, which has somehow never been done before, ever. Like, no one in Hollywood has figured this out, you know, no Marvel Comics, nobody. Like, at the Harry Potter world figured it out with CG and trickery, but I've actually figured this out um, through analog techniques without using any 3D software. Oh my so God. Again. I have to read this. It's not a motion picture because there's no motion. It's not a photograph because the light evolves. What the F? <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Just, dude, this is just like the beginning, man. Wait till you see like some of the iterations that he's like done, you know, based on this concept. It gets like deeper. Holy F. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So, yeah, there's no, I mean, it truly is a, it's a video file of a still photo and the only motion is the actual lighting you know evolving through the image uh, and the background and so you'll see the backgrounds change as well and um yeah it's never been done before and so i can't believe that through all my you know thousands of hours of just playing around i kind of stumbled upon something that you know so imagine um in the future like 